This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This episode is brought to you by the Web Blower. Are you constantly getting spiderwebs stuck to your legs and face early in the morning while out on the trail? Are you concerned that some of those webs have spiders that will attach to you and crawl down your shirt? Then consider using the web blower. Fashioned after leaf blowers, this powerful tube attaches to your hip belt and exhales your problems away. And it's so loud, it will keep bears and other hikers away as well. Check it out at backpackingandblisters.com. Hello, everybody. This is Derek. And with me today is the only man who calls Bark and Sap. Chips and dip. Carl Mandrioli. <laughs> What's going on? That was good. I like that one. Yeah, like you would. That, that is a good one. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And with me today is, is Derek Somerville. He's a man that thinks the only person who doesn't get annoyed is a skeleton because nothing gets under their skin. <sighs> yes. I don't even know what to say about that. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, you can say good job. That's what you I'm say. glad because that was annoying and today we're talking about annoying things today. So it it's very appropriate. That was very appropriate, yeah. actually. You, and, and so for the audio listeners out there, we have that uh, the fake sponsor at the beginning. We had the web blower. You, you, you didn't like that one, did you? The web blower, you know, I just, yeah. I, it reminds me of, you know, you said like, a, do you get a lot of spider webs on your cankles, ankles, whatever they are? Is that, <laughs> do you get a lot of that? Uh, when you're leading the way, you, you know, you're called like the web breaker. Early in the morning, the spider webs are out and you're, you know, they kind of getting stuck there. I've, I've had a spider web get stuck in my face before. Those are, that, I hate that, actually. Yeah. It's actually a spider web in Australia, too, which like those things are like, you know, as strong as rope. So strong as rope. That was hard to get wow. out. Yeah. Wow. That must have been scary. Huh? Correct. Jeez. It was a little scary because I didn't know if there's spiders on. I don't know if they're like crawling all over me. So that was I think the freaky. moment you walk into the web, it just feels like the spider is going to just come down and just do things to you. Is you know, right. but punish you for breaking the web. Right, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So merry belated Christmas, my friend. Merry belated Christmas and Feliz Navidad. Uh, Thank you. Was it good? Thank you. Was it was it appropriate? Everything flow. <laughs> <Was it appropriate>? <laughs> <laughs> um, did you work as a as a mall santa again this year a mall santa again no yeah. actually i did not i never have but okay. i have done the uh <laughs> traveling santa i did that long ago okay. and uh what does that mean it's like like we need a santa over here stat no, and well, kind of yeah it was like we, i worked for a um it was kind of like a kid's gym and the owner during christmas would be like hey we're gonna like do house calls santa so mm. I would go to different houses and I would bring little toys and candy canes and whatnot and wow. do wishes. And then I could just see the kid just telling you what they want for Christmas. And you just look at them being like, I don't care. I just don't care. A couple of times I was like, you don't want that. Trust <laughs> You don't want that. I think it's going to break after a day. The, the best house. I think it was actually the last house I did. The best house I ever did, though, was this. I walked in and, I, and they don't really tell you anything until you get there. And so I get to this house and everybody in the family was, was hearing impaired, deaf. Oh. And I was just like, I was like, oh, 
Okay. And so I was like learning sign language. It was it was really cool though hmm. and uh, really sweet family. But it was a fun gig. Yeah. It was okay. a really fun gig. I, I actually was just yep. joking. I didn't really know that you worked as a Santa before. That's interesting. I do it all. I do it all. <laughs> I, I feel like, the, you know, the longer we do our podcast, the longer I get to know you, like, you're still surprising me with some of the old jobs you had and some of the, I don't know. I got a, you know, I got a few up my sleeve. You know? you did, I think you got more than a few, <laughs> and I think you're probably making about 50% of them. So Those are all true. <laughs> okay, I will be your Santa if you need me to come okay. over and do whatever. All right, well, just, I might you'll be have to pay for that. it. We'll, we'll see. Um, I don't know if you saw this on Instagram, but I had uh, a merry little Christmas, actually more Thanksgiving, car accident. Did you see that? Uh, let's, let's hear about this. Well, did you see that I posted the, the damage on Instagram on your car? Yeah. 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 It looked, uh, was it your, I just wanted to know, was it your fault? Oh, whose fault was it? that, that That's not like, are you okay? Is there any recurring injuries that are happening? But is it your fault? That's no, and nobody, nobody cares about that. Uh, um, uh, yeah. So, you know, it doesn't really matter whose fault it is. You know what it matters? It matters. Oh, so it's your fault. No, no, no. Just listen. Just listen. It matters it, uh, whose fault the uh the police officer thinks it is right mm, mm, so very true yeah very true because i i don't know i yeah. heard crazy stories growing up where you know one person was clearly at fault the other person got blamed and i was like yeah 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 there's probably more to that story but no that's what happened this time so i had a mm. witness um in the front seat of my vehicle that confirmed it was my fault it didn't matter huh. the police officer said it was my fault so that's how it went was he there when it happened or no they, no the other guy called the police officer to kind of I don't know. Come and Take, check it out. Do, yeah, do all that stuff. To give us tickets, basically. So that is. Oh, so you get tickets in addition. On I this worked one. my way out of the ticket. Police officer was very friendly. It was right before Thanksgiving, but you're supposed to get a ticket. That is magical. Yeah. I so I had one uh, probably three four months ago, and the guy we were on the freeway, and the guy came into my lane and, and sideswiped my car. Mm-hmm. Yikes! That's scary. So we end, uh, and it was it was like right at a. Um, he thought I was like taking off and like running from the scene okay when in fact we were we were kind of at a three freeway junction right. so i'm like it was very it was very chaotic you know mm-hmm. so we end up pulling over he's upset but we we didn't we were pretty quick about it and we didn't get any tickets but um it ended up being somehow my fault uh you know because oh, he called and said, like this is what yeah this is what happened yeah. and uh so i'm like well how do you how does anybody know it's just all word of mouth you right. know like, so you're just gonna believe this guy and and uh, I mean, can you look at the dam? I don't know. It was frustrating though. So yeah, for sure. So I'm sorry that happened, man. Yeah. So the big issue is that it totaled my my minivan. So my minivan, we don't have the minivan anymore. We don't have the adventure vehicle oh, to to pack in no. seven adventurers. And so uh, yeah, so it actually has lasting impacts for backpack. And that's kind of why I brought it up. The dream is is dying. Then what are yeah, you? Yeah. I do? mean, I'm sure my my wife is probably secretly happy about that, but. Uh, probably. But yeah, so that's that's done. And yeah, our issue is more that I went I on a green light and uh that mm. guy said i went the, the the theory is the cop said like you were stopped at a red light and while the light was still red you decided to go <laughs> and just plow into somebody like that I, I don't understand why he's so on this other guy's side like what what makes they had so... like traffic camera footage but like none of it showed what color the lights were so great yeah. cameras Great, great. So, the, so he had to judge based upon the behavior with other cars where like some of the other cars didn't go right away on the green light. But I just looked up at the mm. light. I'm like, the light's green. And my son was right there. I'm like, Max, do you see a green light? He's like, yep, I see the green light. I'm like, I'm supposed to go. And this guy was way wow. late making a left turn. So anyway, long story short, no more oh, adventure vehicle. So that's a bummer. That's how it goes. Well, so that was, that was annoying to tie it into our um, episode for today. That so, is annoying. Yeah. I'm annoyed for you. Thank you. Proverbs 27.3, a stone is heavy and sand is weighty, but a fool's provocation is heavier than both. Mm. A fool's that's provocation. Right. That's, yeah. that's, that's deep. So Derek, in your old age, are you able to identify the fool in your life that is provoking you or do you still give them the reactions they're after? I see him before me. Ah, uh, softball, softball hit out of the park. And there it goes. There it goes. <laughs> there it goes. Yeah, it was easy. Um, yeah, I mean, you just, you know, like like I have to just, I just have to deal with you. You know, it's just a mm. constant struggle, so... <laughs> You are that Struggle. you are that gravel in my in my sock. <laughs> okay, oh, fair funny. enough. So I'm the fool apparently. 
Yeah, and, and Derek said he sees me before him because, yeah, so we're for those who don't know, we're on YouTube. We got our YouTube channel going. We've got... Um, subscribe! Subscribe! We're subscribe! We're we've got a quest to get to 1,000 subscribers. We have Villain Jesse suggesting that nobody's going to watch our YouTube channel because we don't have enough subscribers anyway. And prove him wrong. Prove him we're, wrong. We're trying to prove him wrong. We've done okay so far. It just depends on the episode, but uh, yeah, we could... Like, they've never, ever heard anybody suggest they subscribe to anything on YouTube. Right. And we're going to do it again. And I'm hoping it'll be different this time. You know, what's funny about that is like people say it almost, you know, as a side note, it's very ingenuine, like, oh, like and subscribe, right? They say that on every YouTube video. But right. research has shown that it actually, for some reason, like works. I don't know why. Hmm. That whole like subliminal message thing. I don't know. Yeah. Like and we'll just, subscribe. We'll just, we'll just say it like <laughs> repeatedly throughout this episode. Like and subscribe. <laughs> here's here's hey. my response. Here's my first annoying thing. Like and subscribe. <laughs> well, that's number three, four, and five on my list, actually. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Uh, so we got, okay. So we got our top 10 annoying trail experiences that you can't solve, but we're going to try to solve them anyway. And... I don't know. I, I bet, you know, knowing you, you're going to have some creative solutions here. Mm. Are you up for doing this, like, like top 10 list style? Like, we'll do a countdown. We'll take turns. Yeah? All right. But it, that, but number one doesn't mean it's the best. It's just number one, just so we know. Th then, why would that, then why would a countdown matter if number one's not supposed to be the best? All right. Fine. I got a great one. And we'll by the, the best, it's really the most annoying, right? Eh, I mean, it's all, you know, object subjective, but... Right. That's what this episode is. It is subjective, but it's okay. We're, we are the... So is it uh, your number one or my number one? That's the question. <laughs> Why don't you do well, number if nine? If you go second, then you'll get the number one. You can go right? second. I know you want it. It's going to be I don't like, care. I just want to make sure that we agree upon the Derek format. in the tent at night. Number one. <laughs> Hilarious. None of these are about you. They're all about things in general that, that can't be solved. If they were all about you, solving them would be you don't go on the backpacking trip. Carl cannot win at games. That's your number three. Uh, okay. I know. It's annoying. All right. It is. All right. I'll go first then. Fair. Okay. So, all right. I'll, I'll, so I get the number one. I don't know. This is gonna be, I'm going to be mocked for whatever number one. I, That's your number one? Really? Okay. I'll try it's, it. Though. It's subjective. That's what we are the authority. Proceed. On, on the annoying Pro for this one. Proceed. Okay. Proceed. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with uh, number 10 okay. is mildly annoying, I'm going to say. And that is something that I like to call pack squeak. Pack squeak. Pack squeak. Yeah. Pack, so you're hiking along and there's some tension with some of your straps or buckles or something. You can't quite figure out where the tension is coming from. But as mm. you're you're hiking, like your pack is squeaking. Uh, okay. Uh, this has happened with many, like pretty much almost every single pack I've ever owned over the years. Some mm. are worse than others. And mm. typically the more weight you have in the pack, the more squeaky it gets. Mm. But it sounds like you're not familiar with this. I'm familiar. I just don't find it that big of an issue right but that's why it's number 10 mild. right that's 10. why it's i don't even know 10. if i put this on my list though but okay well that's why it's not on your list that's why i have my own ideas do i'm shocked <laughs> at that as well <laughs> well I'm, I'm sorry the little high-pitched squeaking sounds are annoying to you what do you what do you like to do about it do you like to grease your uh, frame or what do you do <laughs> <laughs> put some butter <laughs> lube, lube it up <laughs> well that's what i'm asking you so i came up with the with the annoying issue do you have aside from lubing up every strap on your pack what would you do i guess i thought you'd just get a pack with like a frameless situation or something okay you don't have to, you don't have to worry about it well you i'm know? carrying all of your gear yet you gotta have more substantial frame <laughs> you're there. carrying my gear <laughs> You don't think I carry your gear? The shoulders need more support. That's true. Um, well, lighten the load, move things around, reshuffle things, balance okay. it, balance Rebalance it. it. Yeah, I don't think it's yeah. a balance issue. There was one pack where I found the the culprit, and so I just kind of adjusted mm -hmm. that buckle. But I've I've currently got one with the uh, Mystery Ranch backpack that I'm using, and Ooh. that's a super squeaky one. And I huh. think that I just got to find the culprits. And so sometimes you can't, though. Sometimes you're just like, I don't know. It's like different areas. So, so to find a culprit, how do you, are you walking around with it on trying to identify what side of the backpack it's on? Because you can't right. like, see it as you do it, right? You right, can't, correct. Like, take it. Okay, that's super awkward. So, Or you could have a friend kind of hike next to you and see, you know, as you make a movement, is that putting tension in a certain areas? And can they identify the zone that it's coming from? Sounds like a good use of hiking time right there. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Super fun. Hey, 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 Lance, or whatever your name is, can we hike for two miles and you can find where my squeak is and fix it for me? Thanks. Lance. Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> hey, Barry. <Lance>. Hey, Barry. <laughs> hey, Charles. Yeah. Charles. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so that was number 10. Number nine, what you got? My my number 
nine, I guess, is uh, it's uh, it's like when you have your sunglasses and they don't fit properly, then maybe they feel tight on the side of the head. Maybe your nose is like, you know, you've been walking for miles and miles and it's sweating. It starts getting red and irritated. Mm. And you're just kind of like, ah, why can't I get some sunglasses that fit? Maybe you got the new Oakleys. Maybe you got the old Ray-Bans. I don't know what you got. But when that is occurring, um, annoying for sure. Because then your face feels sore. Well, a little tension here. <laughs> I'm struggling. Like, it's not my calves. It's my face that feels sore. <laughs> Sometimes your face feels sore. You know, you get... It, oh, it's, like when, it's like people wear glasses and they get annoying after a while. Yeah. They get For me, the glasses are annoying when, when they don't fit right and they start sliding down your nose. You got to keep on pushing them back up there. Well, that's just, that's just poor purchasing right there. I don't know. Okay, that's way different than what you're saying. Way different. Right? That's totally different, yeah. Uh, okay so i think that i mean you can bend the frames a little bit to try to readjust them but i think the big issue with that oh you're but you're assuming i'm buying metal frames what if i buy Mm -hmm. the plastic frames no you can bend the plastic frames you're gonna bend the plastic frames? i think it's i think you're technically bending what do you call it the the joint part of it that has the hinge on it i think that's what's being bent which is made of metal even on plastic frames the joint hinge okay yeah are you not familiar with glasses? Well, what about no, familiar with glasses? <laughs> Do you know where they go in your face? Uh, they have some of those all plastic ones that have like the little nose pieces like built into. It's not separate. It's like built. Yeah, that into part. The, you're right. That part. That you can't. Little. What do you do with that? You can't do that. You could take. Okay, so you'd like to bring a multi tool that might have some sort of like a file. You could kind of file it oh, down f- to shave <laughs> off. Some just of get the rubber. It, just get it nice and rough and <laughs> jagged for your nose. Right. Grippy. That sounds like a good idea. Sounds like yeah. a great idea. I think that you, if you bend the glasses, though, the risk is that you're going to break them. And when you have superhuman strength like we all struggle with, then right. C- it's correct. a risk. It's a yeah. risk. I've, so. actually, I've actually done that twice, so I'm hesitant. You've, you've, bro- you've tried to bend them and you've broken like you I was like, them. let me try to tweak the, you know, maybe like the, um, you know, like the, the earpieces are like a little off. For mm-hmm. whatever reason, I don't know. Right. The plastics wore. I don't know. Whatever. So I've tried to like bend it, and it just snapped. Something snapped. Right. So right. Okay. Well, that, that's that's annoying. That's my All number right. number nine. It's number nine. Okay. That's that's fair. Actually, yeah. yeah. My I had that on my list as well, but more from sliding down in the nose. So similar. Um, this one I think might be solved mm. by the company that is the culprit, mm. and it's the drippy bite valve. Number eight. Uh, that is okay. Well, that was one of mine. Leaky bite valve. So, really? Yeah, that was my number five. Oh, so okay. let's. Uh, I mean, we. I guess we combine that one. But um, yeah, I'm. I'm in agreement on this one. And what's the? Uh, I should have looked it up. The company name is like Hydro something. They make all the the bite valves and the water reservoirs for all the major companies. I think they they send them out to. I think you know. 10 different companies and so if you're not liking your bite yeah. valve you're not liking your water reservoir just you might switch you know you might go from like osprey to gregory or whatever and it's going to be the same stinking thing and so a few right. years ago the companies upgraded their bite valves and so they looked a lot more professional they looked a lot more they just looked like higher quality but they weren't they were leaky mm. and so after using them for a few days they would just unless you locked it out it would leak on you and I think they've since switched them. At the Outdoor Retailer Show, I think they made some new ones, and I haven't tested those ones out yet. But um, what's your solution? It's, it's, I never, I just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I just never, like, angle it up maybe somehow on your, okay. uh, maybe slide it through your shoulder strap thing here. You can slide it up, maybe just leave it up. I don't know. But okay. it's, it is annoying. I mean, I, th- I always wonder, like, do they test their own products? That's just, I just always go yeah. back to Oh, this. yeah. They do. But, I don't think a lot of people test their products over over like duration, or they don't put it through like an endurance test, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, put it out on the trail and see. Yeah, because a lot of these things we keep talking about have issues after like a day or two. Pillows, right. bite valve. You know what I mean? Like, that's just interesting to me. That well, I mean, this goes back to the whole like this conversation I had about a year ago with uh, Life Straw that had their new squeeze filter. Oh, out. right. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, so what kind of test did you put it through? They're like, oh, we dropped it off buildings. We drove over with cars. <laughs> we stepped on it. Dude, this thing will last. Uh, and I was like, these are not problems that backpackers are having. We're not chucking it off cliffs. The problem we're having is we're squeezing it over and over again, and then they burst. So do you have you done that? Have you squeezed over and over again? I think I asked, do you have like a, a machine with like robot hands that can squeeze it and test it mm-hmm. out? And they're like, oh no, we don't have that. Nah, we wouldn't do the most obvious test. That would be right. And be so painful. yeah, they, you know what, man, we got, we got to get hired at some of these companies so that we can tell them 
how to test it because that's going to be how they sell their items is we've, te- we've put yeah. this through the ringer. This will last you Correct. whatever years on the trail, right? Yeah. You would think, okay. but no. Yeah. Okay. okay. That was my number eight. Number that seven, was, what you got? That was my number seven, but I guess I'll now do number six and you can okay. do five. So you got to figure you, it out. You got to, so now your you're going to be, you, you're going to do number one now. <laughs> this is huge. Okay. So this is one where, uh, this happened to me. What was it? A couple of years ago. Where and you don't really know when it's gonna happen, but like we were on like a pretty good uphill. It was gonna be like a pretty steep incline, maybe a couple thousand feet incline, and just cruising along, okay. no big deal, everything's great. And then all of a sudden, you get maybe I scuffled my feet. I don't know what happened, but I got like a bunch of little rocks in my shoe, mm. and like you know when you're yep. going uphill, and it's like I don't want to stop because when I stop, my body's gonna be like, eh, and it's gonna be harder to get going again. <laughs> so it's like you don't want to stop, but like you got these rocks in your shoes now. So it's like, oh, I, I want to stop, but I don't. So it was like this, it was a really annoying situation because I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. want to stop, but I, this is annoying my foot. So, I mean, this could go back to like you feel a hot spot and you've been hiking for a quarter mile to start your trip, right? You just don't want to stop. You don't want to stop. Well, that that's another one. You're just, you're just yeah. naming all of mine now, but I'll get back to that one later. That's too similar. You can't have that one. That's too similar to the one you just What do you said. mean it's similar? One's a blister, one's a rock. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, but the rock causes the blister, though. Does it? Does it, though? Maybe I had a shoe <sighs> that didn't fit right because I just bought them three days before the trip and didn't Why break them Why would you do that? That's another issue. <laughs> <We> t- <laughs> Why would you buy <laughs> shoes three days We talked about this, like, years ago. <laughs> I bought those shoes. I didn't have time to try them out. I was like, ah, I'll be fine. And then, like, like last day of the trip, my, my Achilles is just burning Yeah, because of this dumb shoe. Yeah, and I had and I had a blister somewhere, so you know. I just gave me an idea for something that we got to talk about later. But um, all right, the rocks and the shoes. So the, I mean, the obvious solution is you don't want to stop, but it could cause a blister or it could cause like a yes. cut. So you yes. got to stop. You have to stop. You got to stop. Right. So how do you stop efficiently without causing your body to go into revolt? I, I think that you have to find a good spot on the trail where you can like i don't know lean against a tree or whatever and then like put your foot up on a rock and Mm -hmm. like not have to bend all the way down and deal with it but just kind of like minimize that motion of bending over and dealing with the shoe but yeah because once the pack comes off then you're like well it feels nice to have the pack off and just to sit here for a little bit how about a little bit longer yeah and i don't want to be a mandrioli with the pack off every two miles so right you know you have to you got to find that rock to put your foot on yeah, gonna do it. and then so. and then before you know it, you're looking up the trail. You're like, man, he's way up there. He's like five switchbacks ahead. He's breaking all the spider webs for me. But I, I don't worry bad. about that. I don't worry about that because I'm like, he's gonna take the pack off momentarily, and I'll mm, catch up. Or he's right. gonna try to go number two out there, and it'll take him an hour to figure <laughs> out where to go. And he doesn't want me to see him, and all this other right. stuff. So right, right. So that was kind of two, but we'll blend it into okay. one, and I'll add another one there. How often is this an issue for you? The rock and the shoe. I think it, it happens every, yeah. I want to say every couple of years I'll get something like that and then I'll have to figure it out. But normally it's okay. That's not that often. It's not that often. It's not like every trip, but if it's a, if it's every trip or if it's multiple times a trip, depending upon the train that you're going in, like you could just wear the ankle gaiters. I was going to say, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> if I'm wearing shorts and ankle gaiters, that's a real look right there, but I'm not doing it. Oh, you're a fashion guy. Sorry. I'm a fashion, fashion guy. Police. Fashion, fashion police. Fashion police. But I usually wear okay. pants anyway, but the gaiters... I don't think I've graduated to that intensity level yet, but okay. If you're wearing the pants, this shouldn't be a problem because because typically you're kicking some dust and little you know rocks up as you're hiking. True. And unless you're sinking in, which you're not, the pants should shed all that stuff, right? It should shed. I think the few times it's happened, like maybe we went swimming and I just didn't change, and they're like, "Oh, we got a few more miles to go." Mm-hmm. You went swimming with shoes on. When I got him back on and we were walking on the trail post-swim. I know you don't go in okay. the water, but it's okay. And we okay. started hiking, and uh, this is what happens. So, All right. You know? There so. we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. All right. I think that was number seven. I, I don't know if we're going to make it down to number one because you keep on doubling up and we're taking each other's, but uh, What's your we'll next? try. Okay, we'll go try. ahead. Okay. Uh, next one, let's see. I'm looking at my list here. Let's go with... Um, I'll stick with the same theme, but different issue here. Okay. Is like, if you like to wear the below the ankle socks, the socks falling down in your shoe. And then sometimes kind of getting under your heel as you, as you continue to hike. Do you wear those on the trail? You wear those on the trail? Sometimes. Mm, You haven't learned. Sometimes. I think problem is just, uh, just 
get the ankle high socks. And so the yeah they no yeah the ones that go over the ankle they don't feel as good on my foot. Mm. And when you can get good fitting below mm. the ankle socks, oh man, form fitting, I love that stuff. Really? So I do. Huh. But then if you wear them out even like a little bit, then you have the issue I'm describing, right? So little things in life, you know, it's the little things. Do you have, okay, do you own any below the ankle socks at all? I do. All right. I do, but I would never so wear do, them. Even in life, do you have this issue? Um, It has occurred. I think I wear okay. them with like dress shoes occasionally. All right. And it has happened, yes. It is What what's the scenario in your life where you need to wear dress shoes? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm going to a nice fancy dinner, Carl. Maybe I, you know, like to do nice things every now and then, okay? Uh, the, the impression you gave is that you you don't need to wear dress shoes and you you probably don't own a suit either. I have a suit actually, and I upgraded okay. I upgraded the socks that were slipping down and on the back of the heel now are some little grip strips that are part of the socks so i don't have this problem anymore oh okay they grip do strips grip strips they do okay. make yeah so you could get better socks maybe i don't know i got <laughs> maybe i got it problem solved, grip problem solved. <laughs> who would have thought grip strips i mean geez <laughs> so hard all right that was my number six what's your number five number five i'm gonna go suns the old sunscreen in the eyes um oh yeah you, know, you start sweating Mm-hmm. It's drips in the eye, and then you got to mm-hmm. fiddle with it. Maybe your hands are got, you know, maybe you get your trekking poles in your hand. Maybe you got dirty hand. I don't know, whatever. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's annoying. Then what do you do? You got to stop. You got to flush it out. You going to like mm-hmm. rub it for an hour? What are you, you going to do with that? Both. I'm doing both of those things. Huh. And it is an hour. It, it takes forever to get that thing out of your eyes. It's annoying. It's very it annoying. Yeah. So um, that will always be a tried and true one that I'm not sure. Unless you get that like somehow... No, I mean, I, I don't really know what to say about it unless you like wear a headband or mm-hmm. or uh, some, some what what would you do to like not sweat? <laughs> <laughs> How do you prevent? Stay, stay in the sweat. tent. Stay in the tent. There you go. Problem solved. Uh, do, do Derek Miles. Derek Miles. Hilarious. <laughs> that was a softball. There you go. It was like a, you like foul tipped it off though. Wasn't that really good? It's okay. Uh, okay, so I can tell you, yeah, definitely the sweatband a sweatband or um, a, a non-buff neck gaiter mm. that you're wearing on your head could actually work. Non-buff neck gaiter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the issue is like, yeah, that's going to warm your head, so it might actually cause you to sweat more, but it just gets mm. absorbed. Yeah. And then if you wear that thing and don't wash it frequently, now, you're, now you got like pimply head. So pimply the other head. issue, that, yeah, the mm. other issue with having the sunblock in your eyes is not from the sweat itself, like kind of dripping down. It's like, you're tired, you rub your eyes or huh. something, you know? And, yeah. and so you're actually pushing it into your eye unwittingly. You're, you think you're helping yourself, but you're not. Yeah, you're not thinking through that. No. Once it gets into your eyes, it's, you're done with it. It's over. I, I have so heard, annoying. though, in terms of the sweat, some people would put, like, like a little Vaseline, like, kind of next to their eyebrows, almost creating, you know... A barrier of sorts? Yeah, so that when the sweat comes down, it kind of goes and it gets funneled to the side of your eyes. And well, it just, like, just, like, pools around over here? I mean, you don't want to have, yeah, you're not trying to create <laughs> a little, like, like pool of sweat. How much Vaseline are you putting on your face? You just put, like, a barrier of Vaseline? It's just, like, a little streak of it on there, and so then it kind of, like, just I would gets, love to see you do that. Just put a barrier. I don't do that. I'm saying I've heard somebody doing that. Like, a, uni, well like a unibrow of Vaseline. I'm thinking more, like, on the side of your eyebrows. Cause it typically side of your gets, eyebrows? Goes, yeah. My sweat comes down the side of my face. Does your sweat go right down the bridge of your nose into your eyes that way? It has. Yeah, it has. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> These are, these are real problems right here. What are you, what's your next one? What's your, as you get back? All right, so that was number five. My number four is um, the person that's hiking ahead of you that's just a mm. little bit faster than you. You can't mm-hmm. catch up to them. Mm-hmm. They've got really bad gas. They had a little too much chili mac with beef, and they're just, This you is know, a problem for you. This is up there. you out. This is up there. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can huh. hike faster than you can say, hey, can you hike behind me? But if you can't catch him, but wait, wait, wait. Let's 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 go back a minute. You're gonna okay. you're gonna tell this person, guy or girl, uh, hey, um, I know you're hiking faster than me, and you will probably do so the rest of the day. But can you hike behind me, please? No, I'm saying you can only do that if if you're faster than them. You can't do that if they're faster than you. Yeah, then you're just coughing and breathing that all day. Right? right. Yeah. And if you try to stop and wait and like you're in the middle of a conversation, then they just think, oh, they're stopping to wait. I want to keep talking. So I'm going to stop you, and wait Why too. don't you just like let them get ahead? 
a little bit further. I just, I literally just explained that scenario. I just described it. I just and don't think you interrupted my description with asking about that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I still think you should do it. That's that's not a hard solve. That's not a you hard. Stop and wait, and then they stop and wait so they can finish the conversation. So then you got to be very assertive up front, like you are spraying me with your bad gas. I don't. I'm stopping to spraying. wait so I don't have to smell your stink. You're gonna say spraying. <laughs> you were. Well, what else is it? You like were you're, blasting you're, me with your with your teeth. right. Uh, I think that you need to end that conversation abruptly. And then just say, hey, you know what? I'm just going to just gonna get some water. Just, you know, go out ahead. I think you have to do All it more right. subtly about that. Let's play it out. Let's play it out. So we're in the middle of a conversation. You, you, it's your job to end it abruptly. So, uh, uh-huh. so Derek, like, catch me up. How's life going? How, you know, like, what's new with your kids? Like, just kind of tell me what's going on. Just so you're the one with the gas? Is that, is that? Okay. Yeah. All right. You're the one with the gas. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, kids are good. Kids are good. Oh, oh, oh you know what? Just hang on a second. I, got, I might have something <laughs> <laughs> my shoe. I'll catch up. I'll catch up. I got rocks in my shoe. I got rocks in my shoe. <laughs> my socks falling down. I got some sunscreen in my eye. Darn sunscreen in my eye. Ugh. I'm gonna need a minute. Go ahead. I'll catch up. I'll catch up. We'll finish All right. this later. All right. Problem solved. Okay. There you go. Point, Derek. You win that one. <laughs> That's a professional way to handle it. You know. Or or wait till the trail gets wider and then walk side by side. Then you don't have a problem. Oh, right. that's funny. All right, number um, three, what you got? All right, number three. Oh, we're on three? No, we're yeah. on two. I thought we, we you were on No, I now. was number four. I've already I, com- I just did number four. I've already combined like three of these. Um, Tough it got- out. Tough it out. <laughs> just make up another one. <laughs> All right, okay, this is maybe more of a personal thing that um, <laughs> I created an annoyance for myself where I go and brush my teeth, and then after I brush my teeth, like the toothbrush still has a bunch of junk on it. Like toothpaste. <laughs> so maybe for some people who don't like to brush their teeth who don't care, you're like, oh, I'll just stick it back in my bag. I'll put it back in the baggie. Like, ew. But for me, I'm like, I want to rinse off my toothbrush. Right, right. So either I drink water, gargle it, mix it with my right. own spit, and then like stick the brush in my mouth and blah, 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 blah. And then it's good, <laughs> which I've done. Or, okay. but then I was like, you know, it just doesn't do it for me. So then I would bring like a little miniature squeeze bottle with a, with a little spray tip. and then Just I to would, clarify, ju- this is just to solve this problem. Just I know, right? It's becoming more <laughs> annoying for myself. So then I get this little bottle and I'll, I'll like squeeze. I'll sp- <laughs> You're bringing extra gear just I know. to solve this problem. I've done this. I, don't, I, haven't, I didn't do this last trip, but I did it like probably three or four years in a row. Maybe five. Okay. <laughs> I did not know. And I brought this, this little extra That's bottle, hilarious. and I would squeeze like stuff onto my bo- onto my uh, toothbrush. So yeah, what do you do to rinse your toothbrush, or you just don't? I know I do. I know I I can see why this is annoying. I totally get it. But I just pour water on it. You just use your. But do you bring like your bladder over, or are you bring in like a separate sports no, like, bottle? Yeah, or no, what? I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't have. I, I mainly use water bottles in the backpacking trip. The yeah, yeah, so I just put, yeah, it, it, you know what? If you're in an area where the water is precious or you're, you're a little ways away from mm. the filtration spot, mm. it, I can see why you would not want to do that. I totally get that. I still do it, though. I account for that okay. when I'm getting water. Yeah. Okay. You account yeah. for your toothbrush when you fill up your water. For how much I have at camp. Okay. That's like, fair. I I'm going to use some of this for, for brushing teeth. Yeah, that's fair. Sure. I, I did so. that last year, but I just brought my water bottle. But then it's it's the challenge I have is like, hey, long day. I only have a half of bottle left. Mm. Can I make this last till tomorrow without going and filtering somewhere? Right. Do I want to use it for my, you know, toothbrush? Not always. Well, as we learned from Justin Outdoors, there yeah. are some backpackers that don't brush their teeth at all, so you could solve some problems there. I will not do that, and that is okay. disgusting. So It is, but you know what? We had a comment, I think it was on YouTube, on our YouTube video version of the podcast, where somebody said, yeah, like, oh, so I'm supposed to brush my teeth while I'm backpacking? <laughs> uh, and uh, I think they made a comment about, like, maybe they'll consider the unpaced thing or whatever. But apparently, Dan Becker um, is not alone in this. So I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I think people forego a lot of those hygienical yeah. things. Um, yeah. that's That one surprised me a little bit. So yeah. The shower I get, because you're out there, but... Um, the teeth, we can do better. I think as yeah. a society, you know, we can yep. do better. So anyway, what's your number? <laughs> what are we on? Two? Two. My number two. So my last one. All right. Uh, this one. Now, in, in recent years, this is not a problem for you. 
Okay. But this has been a problem for you in the past. So don't pretend like this wasn't a problem because in recent years, you, you've solved this. I thought these weren't about me. No, this one's a problem for me. I'm going to tell oh, you. Okay. This is a problem for a lot of folks out there. A okay. lot of folks. Okay. 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 All right. Yeah. If you're carrying a little extra weight mm. or maybe even a lot of extra weight in your stomach, the stomach okay. area, okay. and then you're tightening your hip belt down, Okay. It kind of pushes it up, pushes that the the kind of the extra chunkiness up. Chunkiness. And makes you look chunkier than you really are. That's an annoyance for you? Yeah. To look fatter. It's an annoyance for everybody. People don't want to look chunkier than they already are. Let me be honest, like it's not really affecting you either way. So It's I not love affecting you. me. I love you. Like when you when you push it up, do you feel like you push a lot up? Or it depends it on the year. Like some years I'm not pushing any up, but some years like like in the last year I'm pushing a lot. I up. mean, I definitely you're pushing something up, whether it's food and junk or it's like your your entrails, if you will. Um, what but, are you talking about? Talk about that your your stomach fat. That's what I'm saying. Your entrails, like inside of <laughs> your, dude. What's inside your entrails? Like your intestines, like all that's but there too. You, but the food is the food is like temporary though. You, you said the food and stuff. I'm saying like it's your the actual like the chunk. The chunk. Yeah. Well, some of us, you know, exercise, try to keep that chunk down. Exactly. And that's the exact reaction I was expecting yeah. from you. Because, again, what uh -huh. I said before was this has not been a problem for you recently, but it has been a problem in the past. For the past. Uh, I, would, yeah. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I think I didn't wear my pack correctly. That was a problem, and that contributed. But now, yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> the, the hip belt pushing up is not your extra chunk. It's just not wearing the pack correctly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Incorrect, Derek. That Incorrect. Contributed. That definitely <laughs> contributed. You lost some weight in the last few years, which is admirable, and you've kept it off. At least the last time I saw you, you've been doing really uh -huh. great with that. Uh -huh. But you've had some chunky years. Let's be We've honest. We've all had Let's some chunky years. Exactly. Exactly. Some more than others, and that's okay. Uh, it is. I mean, uh, let's be honest. When you get to when you that is that why you take your pack off more? Is it to feel that release, that mm. pressure release? What is that? <laughs> pressure because i know when i get to camp after a long day and you take that hip build off you're like yes it feels good right especially when you're pushing some stuff up there pushing so. some stuff i yeah i'm gonna work towards not having that be an issue for mm. this upcoming backpacking season mm. and take i've already taken some steps in that regard but it's not an exercise issue man especially as you get older it's, it's a, a diet it's an eating habits yeah issue. diet yeah. issue for sure yeah i'm exercising all the time what do they so say 80 percent diet 20 percent gym is the, is the secret or something okay. like that? For me, for me, it feels like a 100%. It feels like I could mm. lose weight and it'd be without even exercising. Well, it's just 100% diet. Cut the sugar. For me. Just cut the sugar. Try to it's not that simple. I, that, that doesn't start, do it Start there. Start there. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. There you go. Problem. Dietitian Derek. There you go. Problem, so problem solved. That's my number two. And the number one most annoying trail thing that you can't solve is... I like that dun, I've dun. already done all six of mine because I combined okay. four of them. So... You, maybe you just yeah. do the number one. You get another one for number one? I'm out. I could, I've got a few more on my list here. Okay, you could throw one on there that you hate. I don't know if these deserve to be the number one. I'm just looking at my list here. What about like if you're traveling on the trail and there's just those slower people who aren't part of your group, but they don't want to, mm -hmm. they don't want to, and maybe they don't hear you like older people and, and they just don't get over and they're mm. just going to just stay on the trail and it's like a narrow trail. It's all just, it's like that. You feel like you can't get around them. Well, if you're going to break the crust, No. <laughs> I don't want to be, be breaking crust on the trail in Canyonlands. You're talking about, or in the desert in zones. Canyon, yeah, yeah, that is an issue. That's real. That, that truly is an issue. Yeah, I mean, like if you get a lot of people and people are slow, you're gonna be. What are you gonna do? Just gonna wait till. Okay, the trail? so so you're assuming that you've tried the like step one, making sounds. So you know, you're behind you. Step two, hey, do you mind if I scoot by? But where are they gonna go? Where are they gonna go? That that trail was that trail was so narrow. Right. You know, and then you're just going to make that old person like step on a rock and balance themselves while we yeah. go. I don't know. I, I don't mind if it's like right next to the trail. I'm not talking like you're going miles off trail. You like, right have, next to what trail. are you going to do? You just be like, hey, I'm going hey, to bust, bust the crest. You, I'm busting it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here. You heard it here. Yeah. I know that's shocking everybody out there. You're not just going to be like, hey, know. hey, Barbara, why don't you slide over and let us pass? You're just going to break the crest Barbara. and go. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to break well, the crest. And if they accuse me of breaking the crust, I'm going to say, well, whose fault is this? <laughs> Always point the finger at Carl Mandrilli, everybody. Point the finger. It's your fault. Right. I broke the crust. That's right. So your number one answer is the annoying people that won't get out of your way. People oh, who, my goodness. People who break the crust without knowing they broke. or uh, Intentionally. Intentional crust breakers. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll piggyback and just say, like, 
we can just say like annoying trail users. My my big thing, because I'm on the trail all the time, is I get out of the mm. way of others and they don't acknowledge or say thank you at all. And um, sometimes I'll get out of the way when they actually have the right of way or huh. when I have the right of way. So I should like I should keep going and they and I just get out of the way just But we time. but we've talked about this in the past. Like not everybody knows the right of way. And like so if you're yeah. if it's your right of way and you still get out of the way, some people don't even know that. So they might not yeah. even feel obligated to say thank you. And, yeah, and it's just annoying. It's not it's not yeah, it's not something that needs to be solved. It's just annoying. And so I'm just trying to make the number one more legit. My number one then is people who drop drink mix on the trail and don't know about <laughs> it. And I have to pick it okay. up. How dare they? How dare How they? How dare they? It's so horrible. Yeah. Derek's talking about something I did about five years ago and haven't done since, and he cannot let it go. Yeah, I think he did it twice. One was intentional. One was intentional. Five years ago was the actually more than five years ago now. I think we're pushing six and a half. Still yeah. a haunting memory for me. It is. It is. All right. So there we yeah. go. What did we miss? What's uh, something annoying for everybody else out there? Please leave it in the YouTube comments or message us on Facebook at Backpacking yes. and Blisters Instagram. We got our email down yes. below. You tell us Please. what we missed. That's something annoying that you can't solve. And you know what? Derek's going to solve it for you because he, his creative juices are flowing. Flowing, baby. Yeah. Flowing. All right. Figure it out. You got, got trivia? Yeah. I got trivia and we're going to do it right after this. Are you looking to be... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply less sore, a stronger climber, or simply faster on the trail, then check out the Training for Trekking podcast. These bite-sized episodes are full of excellent information that can improve your trail performance. He's specially trained in sports science and strength and conditioning to get your body in the right shape and prepared for adventure. Check out the Training for Trekking podcast wherever you get your podcast. We got three questions and I thought appropriately, you know, these are three things, true stories that have or things that occur that annoy you personally. So I want to see, this is a fill in the blank. I want to see if you can figure out these three things that annoy you. Me. Uh, you, personally, you. Okay. All right, here we go. And, Number and one. we haven't covered any of these so far in the episode? Not in the episode. Wow. Not that I, not that I believe, no. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's pretty exciting. Uh, <laughs> number, <laughs> number one, you found this annoying on a recent trip when trying to navigate. What did you find annoying? The app the all okay. trails app that was being used by one of our fellow adventurers that was okay. not updating and mm. thus leading us to navigate incorrectly correct that okay. is correct all and right. you wish you had brought a map but you didn't have a map right uh number two <clears throat> i have to clarify i gotta clarify why i didn't have a map i, I think i just said this recently but we had oh. changed the trip last minute I, and i didn't have time to buy a map online yeah, you already, you've said that yeah, a couple, yeah, but I just for for people that are new to the show, it's not that I'm not willing to buy a map. I try to buy a map, but we changed our trip last minute. Carl gets very defensive about maps, and I I, it's I like, don't. I want to come across as responsible as a trip planner. I don't want people thinking like I'm just going willy nilly. Oh, who needs a map? Hey, let me I hate to tell you that that ship has sailed a long time ago. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, number two. Maybe if you fail this, you know, I know you like to wear hats. We were talking about hats earlier. Maybe if you fail this trivia, okay, you'll have to do like an like half an episode with no hat. Mm. When were we talking about hats earlier? Like on the show, we were talking about hats? I think like pre-show, like <laughs> okay. off, off, Just want to clarify. 
Yeah, and uh, and uh, maybe you know it might help your lighting. You know, okay. um, just saying. Okay. I'll, I'll take that as a yes. You'll do it. Okay. Uh, number two, you'll find this small piece of flare on backpacks, and you hate it. Small piece of flare. <laughs> oh, okay. Like not like a flare you light in an emergency. No, no. Like like you know like uh, pack flare or whatever you call it. Yeah, pack ornaments is what we've been saying for years. Ornaments, Derek, ornament, ornaments. That's your, that's, that's your term. There's a lot. It could be the carabiner. It could be carabiner. The, that was okay. it. The fake. You got it. The fake compass slash thermometer. <laughs> The carabiner, the jingle jangle. Jingle He hates the jingle jangle. What else does he hate? Uh, (laughs) Other than Nalgene bottles. Okay. Uh, Number three. You're already passed. You're good. Number three. Keep that hat on, buddy. Uh, Number three. You find this camp chore annoying and wish others would do it Mm -hmm. or contribute doing it. What is that camp chore? I find it annoying because I'm always filtering everybody's water. Filtering the water. That's right. Filtering the That's water. Right. That's right. That was good. Thank you. That was good. You, three for three. And speaking of the hat, you didn't even notice my cool hat today. You, can you see that? Well, I haven't. Well, because you have your head tilted up. This is, what is it? That's, oh, Bigfoot with the alien situation. I like that. It's got the UFO up top, shining the light down on Bigfoot. Not, they so. they would be the ones to find him, though. They would be. Well, some sense. people think they're connected. Just FYI. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. So thanks for the trivia. Appreciate that. Three for three. Wow. Yeah. I'm impressed. Speaking of trivia, I got some tidbits that involve trivia. Oh. You ready? Okay. Let's All go. Right. So we did a bonus episode a few months back with a trivia, like a backpacking themed trivia game show. Got nothing but positive reviews. And so I said, let's yeah. do this for a regular episode. So I put the yeah. notification out on Patreon. Who wants to be on our trivia game show? How many responses did we get? Zero. Close. We got one response from Jason from Oregon. Thank you, Jason. And so we had it scheduled, and we have to push it back because we we need three. And so you got to know how to use Zoom. You got to know how to plug in the audio. You got to have decent lighting because we're we're on YouTube now. But I'm throwing this out to everybody, not just our, our lovely Patreon supporters. Do you want to be on the trivia game show, Backpacking and Blisters themed? We're going to be recording it in the next month or so. You have to, there is one caveat is that Derek is on Pacific time and we tend to record on the later side of Pacific time. So either you got to be, you know, Pacific time zone, mountain time zone, or willing to stay up late is kind of what it boils down to. Those West coasters, man. Yeah. Such a pain. You're a pain for sure. (laughs) So, all right. So now that we're putting out to everybody, we need three to take the Mm. the first, I'm going to take the first four and we'll have like a, you know, in case somebody doesn't show up kind of thing. How many we're going to get? How many responses? You want me to guess? Yeah. I'm going to say like... Predict. Four. I'm going to say four. Four exactly? Okay. We'll see. Four exactly. I mean, there's prizes, so I don't know why you wouldn't want to do that. Um, I guess the one risk is that Derek is doing one of the rounds with his trivia, so you got to put up with that. Put up with that? That's great trivia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. High quality. High quality. Oh, wow. Patronization laced (laughs) through this conversation. (laughs) Right. Do you have any... uh, What other tidbits you have for us other than your mockery of trivia? I've got... We have a review from a little while back. I promise to go through this with you. Can you pull it up? Is your phone handy? Uh, yeah, I got it right here. <clears throat> okay, can you pull it up? Can you pull up the recent reviews? It's a few back. Somebody wrote like a script for us. I don't know if they intended us to read it, but they're um, referencing our show as if like we are characters from the movie The Night's Tale. All right, here we go. So it's two lines. You got one line, I got one line. All right. <clears throat> here it is. This is from Salvador793. Thank you for the review. Yeah. Derek, you have been weighed. Mm. You have been measured, mm. and you have been found wanting. Ooh, that's a good good line by Rupert. What's his name? It's called a lance. Hello. <laughs> I like that movie. You like that movie? Nice tale. Great, great movie. Yeah, yeah. Silent. I think historically accurate too, right? A hundred percent accurate. Hundred percent. Yep. Verbatim. Okay. Verbatim. All right. The last one I've got is if you are on YouTube or even the audio version of this, we do have um, links in our show description about the gear that we've used over the years that we like that's kind of stood the test of time. Clicking on those links, and if you end up purchasing something from those links, do help our show and keep our show going. So that those are called the, the affiliate links that we have on there. We have nobody really does that. Nobody really clicks on those things. So I figured I'd give it a mention in case you're going to buy gear mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. So they're in the audio app. They're in 
the YouTube description. So just want to put it out there if yeah. you want to support the yeah. show. Yeah, we would definitely appreciate it. Make so it like a merry, that, my fr- like a merry Christmas click. You know, like a merry Christmas. Well, yeah, Christmas already happened, but sure. Well, you know, belated New Year's, a New Year's click. We'll do that. Okay. Yep. That's fair. That's all, all right. you got. That's all I got. Um, we'll see you next time, guys. Check out all your uh, podcasts, uh, review YouTube, all that. You know what to do. Uh, we will see you next time. And remember, if you didn't break any crust during the holidays with pie, remember I'm doing a podcast with a guy who intentionally breaks crust on the trail. We'll see you next time. I want to Yeah, so there, there's one more. I can. I had like a number, not number one. It was more like a number zero scenario. You know, when you have a, you have a. Look, he's not here. I think he went to the bathroom, so he's not going to hear this. But he, you know, when you have bald friends, it's you know they. Do, I don't talk about this in public, but you get that like bald glare. It's like brighter than the sun in your face. So like I have to wear extremely double, sometimes triple polarized glasses because every time he turns around to talk to me, boom. Boom. It's like the sun in your face. So that's number zero. You know what? I don't know if he's got Crisco up there or what, but like we need to stick a couple hats on there. This episode is brought to you by Blendjet. I love smoothies, especially after hard workouts, but I don't like paying smoothie bar prices or if I make my own using the bulky blender that's hard to clean. Blendjet 2 is portable so you can blend up a smoothie at work or a protein shake at the gym. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. It lasts for 15 plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. With over 30 plus colors and patterns to choose from, there's a Blendjet 2 to complement just about any style. Go to blendjet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the promo code BACKPACKING12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 portable blender. Go to blendjet.com and use the code BACKPACKING12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping.